Welcome to Elevated Insights, the podcast that takes you on a journey of personal growth. Join us each week as we explore how to overcome challenges, embrace opportunities, and transform your life. I'm your host, Val Hunting, and each week I speak with Angie Tumlinson, the thought leader and CEO of Elevate You Institute. Angie Tumlinson is a master of the transformative process and brings a fresh perspective to the outdated coaching paradigm. We hope you enjoy this podcast and look forward to exploring many opportunities and ideas with you. Good afternoon, everyone. We are back with another episode of Elevated Insights. Uh, it's been a few weeks because Angie's had an exciting trip to Ireland. I had a holiday to Australia <laughs> and New Caledonia. <laughs> so yeah, it's not all been me. It's not all been you. I've also been away. That's right. <laughs> um, so yes, it's been it's been a few weeks, but we are excited to be back. And today we are talking about. Um, experiencing the moment. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. And clearly I don't even know what's happening from a moment to the next. So <laughs> it is really interesting when you travel though, right? When you, you know, if we can get into already just the idea of experiencing the moment, when, when you travel, it takes you out of your environment it takes you out of what the mundane of what you're experiencing all the time i don't want to say mundane that was uh, it's like your your it's your routine that you do yeah your routine and i think what happens is is that because we're in such a habit we stop experiencing moments Mm -hmm. we're just in the habit of living you're in your routine you're in your daily uh you know calendar and you're kind of being ran by your calendar and what happens when when you're when you're doing that when you're in routine of things is you can almost have a disconnect of feeling about things yes you you don't stop and smell the roses you don't stop and look at the sky and be grateful for you know the the sunrise and the sunset and the smell of the of rain and you know you're just in a go 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 so we tend to not experience moments and also you know if you are trying to change your behavior in in pursuit of a goal um you're not checking in with yourself in moments to basically say is this really aligned with my goal and i think this is where a lot of people fail to make that progress is that they don't live enough in the moments to be be able to say hey is what i'm really doing in alignment with what i want yeah yeah it's interesting um like you were saying before, I went to Ireland for two weeks and um, I live a pretty calm life. Yeah. <laughs> I live a very calm life and I, I really like that. And I went over to Ireland, which is a beautiful, magical place. I have to tell you, mm-hmm. it's just, it's beautiful. I learned a lot about the culture there, but two weeks I was there and I spent, I think, four days in um, four days in uh, Dublin, and then we went to Waterford, and then we went to um, we went on the east or west coast side, and went up to the cliffs of Moher and everything. Um, we stayed at this lovely ca- castle called Arnesay. It was just so spectacular. But 
anyhow, when we were traveling every night, almost every night or every other night, we were in a different bed. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to bring things of comfort of home for my for myself as I traveled. So you know how many suitcases I had? It's <laughs> embarrassing now. But I brought three suitcases. I even brought mint tea because I believe they wouldn't have my favorite mint tea when I went there. And do you think I really cared if I brought my mint tea or not when I was lugging three suitcases? <laughs> no, I oh can tell you. Lord. I I, tell I, will, you. I will tell you I I even brought my Dyson hairdryer. This is how ignorant I am about traveling. But I brought my Dyson hairdryer and I had a, a plug, you know, for the European plug and everything, but it didn't work. So I lugged this big Dyson hairdryer <laughs> that I couldn't use for two weeks. If, if you don't think my family wanted, my husband wanted to shoot me, I probably could have gone with one suitcase and I would have been really happy. Um, as someone who has traveled extensively, yep. I can tell you that I will end up, you know, and I'm a pretty efficient packer and I still will probably only use about a quarter of what I packed. And every time it's a lesson and I've been traveling for years a yep. lot, you know, yeah. yeah. And it, and it also, whenever I travel, um, what it does for me, like it really highlights how little I need to get right. by. Because the other thing is, is that, you know, the other thing I do sometimes when I travel, which is hilarious, is I think I'm going to have all this time to use all of my beauty products. So I'm going to be right. putting on a mask every day and I'm going to be, you know, exfoliating my whole body, you know, so I bring all these things thinking, yes, I'm on holiday. It's going to be relaxing. I'm just going to give myself a spa every day. And of course that never happens. No. I'm lucky if I get face cream on my face, like... <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I think that's the thing too. We have these expectations about, oh, it's going to be just magical. I'm going to take all this stuff, and you know, it's, we're we're hilarious. Humans we are hilarious. really are. I even pra I packed vitamins for um, oh yeah, fourteen days, and yeah. my collagen powder and my magnesium <laughs> powder. I scooped it all up and had it in Ziploc baggies and everything, and I came back with about. 12 days unused. Exactly. Exactly right. That's exactly what happens. So yeah, how, how do you experience the moment then? You know, I actually did an event over there called Experience the Moment. And we were in this beautiful place in Dublin in this beautiful hotel. We had um, lovely guests there and we spent the day together. And one of the things that I talked about being aware uh, of is or to be able to experience the moment is you need to be aware. And yes. of course it was, this was at the beginning of my two week thing. So, I mean, I feel like I taught myself a huge lesson <laughs> 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 to experience the moment. You must become aware. <laughs> and here's the other thing you must be grounded. Yeah. You've got to be grounded. And I'd never been there before. And I wasn't really thinking about what my experience in Ireland would be. I wanted to bring my experience from home there. Mm. Mm. And I'm not there. That's the thing that I, I wanted to have a new experience, but yet I did everything to bring home there yes. with me. Oh, I think that's, that's so, so important. Um, you know, I've, I've had many experiences where you would talk to someone and be like, oh man, how was your trip to England or whatever? 
and they'd be like, oh, man, they didn't have root beer or what, whatever the thing is, you know? <laughs> and you're like, you're Prince Jack, yeah, you went to a different country to have a different experience, you know? <laughs> and I mean, I just, I think it's so funny. And I, I think it speaks to, um, you know, that there there's that, uh, uh, I don't want to say fear, that's too strong a word, but like apprehension of, of new circumstances, new environment, right? Yeah. There's a real um, apprehension of it. And you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like the food. I don't know if I'm going to, you know, whatever it is. And so yeah. rather than um, either doing enough research ahead of time to be like, you know, of course they have food I'm going to be able to eat or whatever it is, you know, um, mint tea, mint tea, for example. <laughs> oh my gosh. We, yeah. Funny creatures. We are, we, yeah. um, but I, I, it does, it's, it's like, it, it really speaks to a, a reluctance to let go. I think. I really experienced that. I have to be yeah. honest because I wanted to it, here. I thought it was going to be this really great, you know, teacher and philosopher on experiencing the moment. And yet I brought home with me so I could avoid having that experience. Yeah. That experience. <laughs> I didn't realize I was doing it. It's kind of funny that I was talking on it. And then here I was showing myself what I really was. So being aware, you have to get aware. So I'm grateful that I got aware of what I was yes. doing. And then yes. you want to get grounded. And then I think there's another really big thing about experiencing the moment is to allow yourself to belong to the experience. That's a good one. Yeah. Belonging. And, um, I had a really great friend say to me the other day, I was telling her just before I, um, came just before I left to go to Ireland, I was talking with another person that was a coach and um, she had been having some changes in her life. And I was really interested in the idea. And so I, I started talking with her anyhow, somehow the conversation turned a little sideways. It, it didn't leave me with a really good feeling. Right. And so I was talking to my other friend about it and I said, you know, I, I can't shake this feeling. And what I realized is, the changes that she had made, I was wanting changes in my own life. And so I really was going to her and I wanted to belong, belong. Mm -hmm. And what my friend said to me is that when you go to have experiences, you almost want, it's almost a codependency of saying, am I okay that I'm going to go have this experience? Like you almost want, you're almost shaking your tin cup in front of somebody and saying, you know, am I making the right choice? Am I doing the right thing? Yeah. And essentially that's what I was doing. And so this sense of belonging. So when you go on an experience, sometimes you don't know what it's going to look like. So you want to know you're okay. Yes. And you have to develop that from within and what I realized in that moment is I wasn't really present with myself in the growth that I was going to go through or what I was going to have happen. I wasn't being observant of myself. I was more concerned, you know, am I doing the right thing for myself? And it's kind of silly now that I look at it, but the, the point of going through experiences is to be aware, to be grounded and to understand, to belong to the experience. Let go. Let yeah. Go. Agreed. And I think um, the other thing is 
you know, the expectations. We all know what it's like when we have expectations of something and then it falls short, right? Um, or, uh, you know, maybe it exceeds them, but more often than not, because we place such high expectations. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've also seen people do that and then it doesn't measure up and then they say, well, that's it. I'm never going to do that again because it didn't right. work out for me, you know? Right. And um, I think by not having the expectations, you're open to things that you weren't expecting to happen. And sometimes they can be really amazing things. And the things that maybe aren't so amazing are great fodder for stories and lessons later on. And I've got a treasure trove of those of situation. (laughs) And, and, you know, I mean, those are, um, they still make those experience some of the most memorable. Um, Sometimes that's when I have learned so very much about, you know, Mm-hmm. how to uh, prepare a little bit better next time, you know, to avoid some of those circumstances or, or what have you that you didn't want to have happen. But I think um, that's the other thing is that you need to just be open to whatever the yeah. moment is. Yeah. Okay. You know, it, it is really to be really observant, to be observant of it, to allow yourself to be the servant of the unfolding of the experience be of service to yourself, be a witness to yourself as you're going through it, be a help person as you're going through experiences, um, I think is really, really key. What I found is that I can either be a witness to myself and be really critical of things, or I can get into a state of gratitude for the experience. Yes. And I've had experiences go sideways on me for sure. And I can get really hard at, on myself, but instead, if I can find a way of being grateful to say, oh, okay. <laughs> well, you and I are in the middle of this right now. We're restructuring yes. some things in my company right now. We just had this conversation. And as I've been restructuring some things and looking at some things in my business, there was a point where I decided when you and I were talking is I was going to show up as embarrassed. Like Mm -hmm. I, I wasn't able to, um, do what I thought I was doing and I felt embarrassed about it. And Mm -hmm. one of the things that you said is, is that no, be grateful, be grateful that you're, that you, you made things happen in this direction and now you're observing it. And now you're knowing that it's giving you a place to make a change. Yes. And so when you witness it, how are you witnessing it? And be aware of how you're witnessing it. Be aware of, of being grounded into yourself to be able to say, no, I'm strong. I'm amazing. This is wonderful. I'm having this experience. I'm going to let myself belong to the experience. I'm going to witness it in a beautiful way and stop trying to control it so much. Well, and these feelings that you may have of, you know, embarrassment, you know, guilt, uh, whatever, those are, those are when you experience it that way, it's a shutting down moment, right? Yeah, it is. Whereas if you're um, grateful for the learning, it's an expansion moment where you can, um, you know, and as I said to you, many people stumble through things and never make these decisions. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, they just live in chaos, you know, and that's, it's, 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 I don't think it's, the fact that things happen for me, it's a case of um, these things are going to happen. 
time and time again, I still get moments like this, you know, as well, of course. Um, and it's then, you know, what do you, what are you going to do with that? Are you going to berate yourself for the next, you know, however long it is mm-hmm. and, and not expand, be it terrified to do something or try something because, you know, it didn't work out that first time. And again, you know, if you're thinking about these ideas in pursuit of what you want in your life, these are all the moments that come up where if you shut down at any of these times, you, you won't get to where you want to go. You just, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's in the idea of us being in Ireland and just going from place to place, to place, to place, to place. I felt like I I like a very calm life and it wasn't very calm. Like Mm. I had extra luggage. I had extra you know, we were staying, moving every day. We got up and we were out the door every day. And what I realized in my travel is that I, I would love to experience the moment differently where I Mm -hmm. said, next time when we travel, I would rather stay in one place and we do short day trips. Perfect. I found that because if you have three suitcases, you want to be able to unpack them for more than 20 minutes. (laughs) I, there was one time where we got caught in something. And so my daughter went back to the hotel to undo all of our luggage in the hotel room while we were doing something else. Of course I had three bags. Matt has two bags and she has two bags and she had to park the car across the street from the hotel, wheel them all in and take them in one at a time. Yep. And so she was just, you know, over it, <laughs> over it, over it. It was the end of our journey. So she was over it, but um, she was really gracious about the whole thing. Oh my word. But I learned a lot from that experience. And um, I think it sets you up for, um, for one is that you can say, well, this is all that I was aware of at the time. I don't know if yeah. you've ever driven on Ireland roads, but they are narrow. Yeah, I'm not Ireland per se, but certainly other countries. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, like Spain or or yeah, yeah. a so, lot of places in in the old countries. In, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so after I got, you know, after I got over there and I got in the front seat of the, like we just got off the plane. So we had been traveling for, I don't know, 12 hours or something. And we got off the plane and I got in the front seat of a car. First of all, I couldn't wrap my head around the passenger side is on the wrong side. And then we're driving on the wrong side of the street. And maybe because I was too tired, I could not, my mind could not wrap my head around the experience. And it was like, I was having micro minutes of falling asleep and waking up thinking I fell asleep at the wheel and I'm on the wrong side of the road and everything. (laughs) So you have to, you have to have some part of you that lets go. Yes. You have to let go of control. You have to let go of this is the way that it has to be done. And I can tell you in goal achieving, I have found that letting go just let just letting it takes a step back and an attitude adjustment to say I'm willing to experience this moment Mm. so I can grow and Mm. I'm willing not to control it so much I'm willing to take the feedback Mm -hmm. feedback is not a bad thing in fact what I tell people is when there's a fail or something has failed you don't look at it as a failure. It's just feedback of the thoughts that you were thinking right then. Yes. And so, and, oh, go yeah. ahead. I was just going to say, um, 
the the other thing that can happen too is you know you can get something that's really unexpected that will throw you for a loop and um i'm, I'm just going to tell a little story of mine here the very first time i wanted to travel ever since i could read an atlas so my whole life and europe was one of those places that i just could was dying to get mm -hmm. to but i moved to new zealand which is a very long way away from Europe. <laughs> so I spent a lot of years working and uh, living in New Zealand. And then finally at the age of ripe old age of 40, I thought that's it. I'm going to Europe. And so I made this sort of declaration and a friend of mine, well, she wasn't really a friend. She was more of an acquaintance. I didn't really know her. Um, it was just that our boyfriends were both in the same band. So, you know, you'd see, see mm -hmm. each other at gigs, like, you know, and so I'd said this and she said to me, Oh, can I come? And I was like, Sure. Why not? You know, and tra traveling with people too is a whole other yeah. thing, you yeah. know, in terms of their stuff when it comes up and how that affects everything. And, um, you know, we, we planned our trip. It was great. We each had one meltdown moment and it was how the other travel buddy dealt with the meltdown moment that like forever locked us into a friendship. So one of the unexpected things that happened was, you know, we, we were going, we were supposed to go on this tour. Uh, there was a concentration camp uh, just outside of Berlin called Sachsenhausen. And it was actually the camp that Auschwitz was modeled after. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so we were going to go and do this tour anyway, because of jet lag and travel, we missed the alarm, missed the tour. And my friend had an absolute meltdown, like crying in the, like absolute meltdown. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, you know, and so I, I immediately was like, well, you know, we have some options here. I said, we can um, stay in Berlin longer and take the next tour, which was a couple days later. I said, or I said, there's nothing stopping us from getting on the train and going there ourselves and wandering around. Like you weren't excluded from going there yourself. You didn't have to be on a tour. So in the end, that's the way that we decided to go. And I can tell you, I feel like we had a much better experience because it wasn't on an organized tour, right? It was just the two of us going through this place, which was eerie and horrifying and all the things that you would expect. Um, but we had this incredible experience because it was just the two of us experiencing that. Right. And um, my moment came when we had to do laundry in Rome. <laughs> So mine's like way less. Like I was so embarrassed that I had such a meltdown over laundry. Like at least hers was like, hey, we missed this thing we were supposed to do. I'm like, ah, you a know, real, it's a real moment in time of a history. Yeah, but yours exactly. was about dirty clothes. Yeah. Mine was not laundry. And so, oh my gosh, like we, we, the, the hotel had said like, you know, a laundromat was not far and we had like, you know, bags of dirty clothes and it was hot and so we're wandering around and I just packed a big sad and I'm like, I want to get a taxi. And she's like, we're not getting a taxi for like, you know, a few hundred meters. Like we're going to do this. And she actually, like, I was a mess. You know, I'm afraid to, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say that I was throwing a, a, a full on tantrum and uh, in the middle of the street as well. <laughs> she at least cried in our hotel room. I was in the middle of a street being an absolute nightmare. So she finally just picked up the bags, hoisted them on her hips and like marched forward and then I sort of followed meekly and, and she goes, here, here it is. Here's a laundromat. I went, oh, great. And look, there's pasta. Oh, I feel better. You know? <laughs> and so, you know, it was just one of those things where um, 
And then, and that's a story that we tell because it's kind of hilarious, you know, and I'll never forget the laundry incident in Rome, you know, and, and it was just, I think those unexpected things are going to happen. You know, people that you travel with, there's going to, even people that you know. So like, I would imagine even you and Matt traveling Mm -hmm. together and you know each other, but there's going to be things that bring up something where all of a sudden the other person behaves and you're, and you're like, what is happening right now? You know? And <laughs> no, not with Matt. That would never happen. <laughs> Daily, every morning. When you woke up. <laughs> yeah. And then I, th- I think that pulls you back into not the moment as well. Sometimes that will pull you into your, whatever it is, you know, it's yeah. You know, it's interesting because you don't, you, we're in different places. You're in Toronto. I'm in Vernon, British Columbia. But in my notes that I have written down to sort of help us go through it, but I have down negative experiences are necessary. Yes. When you're experiencing the moment, ne- uh, negative experiences are necessary. And it's, it's only through sometimes our suffering that we begin to make the necessary shifts in the moment to get us back on track with the ideal. And so, um, you know, those, those moments, those moments of suffering, um, are really key. And I think people try and avoid the suffering. We don't like the feeling of the suffering, Mm. but the suffering is what gets you back on track for your ideal. Yeah. It's just feedback to say we're off course. Well, and this is in all areas of our life. You know, we spend a lot of time, um, avoiding painful moments, you know, like everybody wants to be in a place of pleasure and, and contentment all the time. And yes, of course, completely understand why that is, but it's just not realistic because that's not life. That's not how life rolls. And, you know, the more often that you take the opportunities for negative feedback as expansion rather than shutting down, which, which as a human race, that's kind of what we do. We shut down, Mm -hmm. we do everything we can to avoid that thing from happening to us again. And, you know, all the things that you do in support of preventing that from happening again, like Mm -hmm. imagine if you just expanded through it and went through it, you know, and we've all been through really painful periods. And, you know, a few years on, you're like, wow, I can't, I can't believe that I, you know, learned so much and grew so much. And, and it's always, um, I think brings us more growth than just being in contentment all the time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, it's really interesting because it's really what does bring the color and the texture and everything to, exp- you know, to the, the moment. Um, if you think about a picture, a, think about a stick person. I'm not a good draw, a person who can draw or an artist. I'm not that. <laughs> but I, I could do a stick person, but then somebody who really is in the hands of artistry could go in and shade that stick person and make it into something quite beautiful. And they put in mm-hmm. the dark places in there the shadow work and all that kind of stuff and that's what really makes something beautiful is really when something is faced in the light and so when you travel especially when you're traveling with somebody and you do the ups and downs those downs allow you to have the experiences of the ups and so the law of rhythm is really at play in experiencing the moment and you've got to be prepared for the moment, not prepared. I don't want to say prepared. You've got to be aware, aware that those moments are going to happen. And who are you going to be in those moments? Exactly. And um, 
I, I did want to say that um, when you are sharing, when you're in a moment with somebody and you're sharing it and they share back with you, you almost get to have double the experience because when we listen to somebody else, we can, we have this amazing thing about us as creatures is we can hear and use our imagination and we can almost go down a whole other path by hearing it from their point of view. And so you almost get a double blessing. Double whammy. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I think that's the thing too with experiences is, is um, you know, because what you take out of it, maybe different than what I take out of it. And when you relate and it's like, Oh, wow, that's amazing. And again, in your everyday routine, you're not going to have a different experience of doing the dishes, you know, like you Mm -hmm. just don't get those moments where you have those, that opportunity to share. And, and so even, even the courage and the desire to have experiences that are going to bring you more Mm -hmm. is a, is a whole thing, you know? Yeah. 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 I'm, you know, in a really kind of philosophical idea, but I'm really grateful that I have three girls, three daughters Mm -hmm. and my husband. And I feel very privileged that they share their experiences with me. I'm really honored that they can. I'm really honored that you and I have a friendship and we can Mm. share things. And by you talking about them and walking me through that, you know, your journey, it allows me to have another point of view in the world to see the world in another, another fashion. And this is where you're really grateful for connections that you have with people for not only your own experience, but to hear other people's experiences and say, wow, I never thought about that from that point of view. This is where we get the richness and the full color of life. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, yeah, you can go through the world all alone for sure. You can, but you can really put the color and the timbre and everything by understanding the connections we have and listening to other people's point of view. It, it, it causes you to be wise. It causes you to have awarenesses beyond any that you, um, any that you sought out for yourself um, you know, I, I love listening to people's stories. I love, mm. I love every single time I meet with somebody and I ask them what they want. It is such a joy. I get real excited about goals. I get real excited about hearing how inventive people are about what they care about. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's amazing that you want to do that or experience that. What led you to that idea? And just by doing that, I think being a coach is one of the best things in the whole world. I, I really do. It's, it's a wonderful, wonderful privilege, um, to service people and Mm. to hear their stories and the richness of their life and to have friends all over the world. I have friends all over the world and Mm. I'm super grateful for it. I'm, Yeah. yeah, I'm just super grateful. Yeah. Yeah. Likewise. I, I, I mean, I'm a, I've always been a big advocate for travel. It's been my passion. I, I, that's all I ever wanted to do, as I said. And, and for, I, I get that not a lot of people maybe want to travel, but I think, I think there's no uh, less opportunity, as you say, 
to connect with people. Um, you know, I feel like travel, when you go and see how people live differently and experience how people live differently, it's a game changer. You know, it's yes, a, yes. you have a lot more empathy and compassion and, um, you know, just openness. You, you're like, wow, you know, there's so many different ways to do things. Um, you don't have to travel to still experience that. No. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. You can be in your life every day and just talk to somebody about their perspective. You know what? This is why in all honesty, I love, I do love being married to Mm -hmm. Matt. Um, and he shares with me his experiences and it's, uh, it's to be intimate with another person to let them share their, their thoughts or their feelings or, um, their wins or their losses, you know, it's such a beautiful thing. And we are the only creature that really does that. Really, yes. We are where yeah. we can understand what each other is doing. And, you know, I often think of, um, I remember Bob told this story and it is simple and it's not anything earth shattering, but it really, it really did make a big difference to me when he talked about a squirrel if I have a squirrel in my backyard and it's climbing up and down trees and it's gathering nuts, I could take that squirrel and I could take it out of that environment and I could put it in another environment many, many miles away and the squirrel won't know any different. That's right. All it knows is that there's a tree and here's, you know, some nuts and everything else. But we are very, um, we are very unhappy with our environment and we are constantly wanting to improve our environment and have different experiences. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have to, you know, climb up a tree or any of those things. It's not programmed mm-hmm. in me to do that. Mm-hmm. I can live on the water. I can live near the ocean. I can live in the mountains. I can live in the desert. I can, I can live on the space station, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, our, our, our experiences are just, you know, I'm just going to tell you this really quickly. Uh, I brought on a client that actually is helping people be prepared for for space travel. That's wow. his business. That is his business is to That's help. Fascinating. You. It is, and he's he's already like being a broker for people that want to have uh, an experience of traveling in space. Do you know that over the next five years? course it's going to be on a podcast now but over the next five years he was saying that traveling is going to look really really different do you know for me living in british columbia i can do space travel to where i can go up into space and come down and be in japan in 45 minutes yeah yeah definitely definitely i i have i have read something to that effect and he's getting you prepared for that. Like he's building a business to get people prepared for that. And yeah, right now it's like, I don't know, 400,000 or 250,000 for you to have that experience, but there's going to come a time where when we're going to normalize be. it. Yeah. And it's exactly. going to become, and I was just thinking, wow, listening to him, listening to him when I was in, in Ireland and, and talking with him. And I was thinking, this is so amazing to hear his experience and hear him talking about it. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh, it was brilliant. Yeah. And it just expands you more. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, and I had an experience in the last uh, week where someone very close to me, um, 
has been in a cycle of of, like repeating the same cycle. And Mm -hmm. he's recognized that, um, you know, this is, I don't know, maybe the third or fourth time or something that has happened. It always results in the same outcome, you know, and we had a discussion on, you know, how previously that the tendency for us is when we start going through these cycles, I was thinking about this when you're talking about environment. So you think, oh, it's your your environment. It's the person I'm with. It's the job that I have. It's the (laughs) whatever, whatever, whatever. And um, so this person came to the realization that it's actually himself. And like, he's the only one that's going to be able to get himself out of this cycle. Um, And it's a new, like new thing. And I, I think that's the other thing too, is that yes, we're always seeking different experiences and different outcomes. And it's so easy to always look externally and blame um, the environment for our experience. And that it's, you know, we need to move house or we're not, like you say, if there's a difference between (laughs) pursuing different uh, experiences in enrichment versus pursuing different experiences and environments as a way to escape what you think is an internal problem. And I think that's a very um, common thing as well. You know, I want to, I want to change my experience by not changing myself, but changing something I think externally is, is in. Yeah. You know, I, I will show people, um, the house that I was living in when I became a millionaire Mm -hmm. and that house doesn't look like where a millionaire should live. And so I had to let go of my senses and my surroundings and I had to create within myself in that environment, what would a millionaire do in that environment? Yes. And I couldn't change the environment, but I changed my feeling about the environment. And the more that I denied my senses and I started feeling like a millionaire, then all of a sudden it became a millionaire. Now I live in a a multimillion dollar home and I love it. It's gorgeous. Mm. But I lived in it when I was in the other house. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I didn't know I was going to be in this house, but I knew the feeling of it so that when I stepped into this house, it resonated because I had been living in it already. I'd been feeling it already. So when I walked into the house, the feeling was a lot like what I was feeling over there. So I was like, this is the house. Yeah. This is the house that I meant to be in. And you can have experiences, even though your senses are telling you, no, this isn't it. And I, I'm, this is so rude, but it, it, it's an emotional impact. Whenever I'm sharing with people, this is the experience that I want to have. And, and any, any dumbass will tell you how it won't work. <laughs> any, any dumbass will tell you how it won't work. Nope, that won't work. No, that see, I don't see that. I don't see that at all. It really takes a special person to be able to say, well, I do see it. Yes. Yeah. I do see it. And I want to have this experience and I'm going to have this experience because I'm deciding for me. And, you know, it, it, this is what I, I really love. Um, you know, hearing stories when people come out of environments that you say they shouldn't have been able to do that. And it's because they use their imagination to have the experience they want. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, um, and that's the thing too, is that, you know, when you're, when you're trying to uh, expand yourself and move towards your goal and what you want, you know, you will confront a lot of people in your life with, um, 
what you want and how you want to do mm-hmm. it. And because it's so backwards to how we do things, yeah. um, you know, it doesn't make sense to a lot of people. And, but also it's terrifying, you know, and for us that, you know, this sense of belonging that you spoke of before, because we want to belong, mm-hmm. you know, we play small because we're like, Oh, maybe they're right. I mean, how, and, and, you know, why would they know? Right. Right. Yeah. Well, this has been a fascinating subject. I've enjoyed experiencing the moment with you. <laughs> and you, my friend, as always. <laughs> and now you know never to go and travel with me if there's laundry to be done, because I will throw an absolute sad <laughs> in the middle or, of the street and embarrass you. <laughs> or make sure that I'm only bringing one, one yeah. baggage. Make sure that we only have like a tiny shopping bag of laundry. That. <laughs> But no, it's been good as always. Um, Glad to be back. And yes, we will see you next time. All right. Take care. Take care. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of Elevated Insights. If you are interested in working with Angie Tumlinson, go to our website at angietumlinson.com. Here you can book a call, join her free webinar, or find out more information about the services that Angie provides.